Welcome to the Entrepreneur Takeoff. This is our Coffee Breaks with your host, Mr. Darion Robinson. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Takeoff. Uh, first, over the last few days, I want to go ahead and mention that I've spent a lot of time reading, and to be honest, it's it's really astounding if I sit down and reflect on it, mainly because for a long stretch of my life, I hated reading, kind of like most people do, of course, uh, but now when I pick up a book, mainly about business or uh, even self-improvement, I'll read it for hours, and I, I tend to get lost in the book, and I know that sounds cliche, but that's actually how I feel. I feel enjoyment while doing that, uh, but to be honest, I also now feel a lot better than I ever have, and I think that is mainly because my mind feels sharper. I can relate now and more, and, and really add more value to conversations, and I think that is because of reading. I, I can't put the, the the credit more to reading than anything else. Um, but it's like uh, it's like this saying I heard a couple years back: if you find yourself bored in conversation, the problem is with you, not the other person. And without a doubt, I feel like that's that's very correct. That's accurate in in being said. Uh, but you have to be able to add value. You're either a benefit or a liability, and uh, so the choice is yours. And in the long run, you'll, for, you'll find uh, more solitude and and really find uh, value through books than you ever could in school. So I urge everyone to remember that. Uh, in the meantime, the, uh, this one book in particular that I'm reading is entitled Tools of the Titans by Tim Ferriss. The same gentleman that wrote The 4-Hour Workweek, which if you haven't read that yet, I definitely recommend that, especially for those who have not started the entrepreneur journey yet but would love to. Um, and, and really feel that flame they start tonight ignite. So, um, anyways, ten in, or Tim interviews a great deal of successful people, and they range from entrepreneurs to venture capitalists, even governors and movie stars. So it's a wide range and variety of people. Uh, but I believe that success is an amazing and powerful thing when you can find it. But the idea of success has been so uh, narrowly focused on just money and a lavish lifestyle that the populace has lost sight in finding value in small successes. Um, now. I want that to, to really settle with you, really think about that and digest that as we go along through the podcast today, because that's going to be one of the truest statements I think I've ever said. Uh, but like finishing a, a good book for someone who can't read well, uh, that would be a, a small success. So you got to find value and stuff like that, uh, or simply being the reason behind someone smiling even for a moment, uh, or simply making that first dollar in a business would be a small success. So just to give you some examples. Uh, but the smaller achievements really set the path for us to be more and to become great. Um, now, moving along, a quote that I found extremely helpful uh, as I'm reading this book actually came from uh, Steve Jobs, of course. You all know him as the innovator, the dreamer, extraordinaire, and, and the guy behind Apple, which I think about 90% of us use their phones. Um, but as he goes on, he says, life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is that everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it, you can influence it, you can build your own things that other people can use. Once you learn that, you'll never be the Now, that statement right there has to be one of the most truest and accurate quotes I've ever encountered. I really think, I, I think, at least, at least to date. Um, that same quote, though, I mentioned a revised version of that to my brother Kishan, who, um, who I have now given the title of uh, basketball CEO. And the reason I gave that to him is because if you think about it, the CEO of a company strives to take his, his business and his company into the future, right? He starts his morning at 6 a.m., leaves the office by 7 p.m., if he's a good CEO at least. Every move the chief executive officer makes revolves around his business. He eats, breathes, and lives his company, and I feel Kishan has to live his business of basketball. 
I told him that LeBron, KD, Russell Westbrook, these guys at one point in time were no better than him. And once he realized that these icons are just simply men like him, his life would change. You can be in their position as well if you put in the work. I told him that. And I feel like he truly can because he's great. He has that drive inside of him. He can innovate the game of basketball and change the world from a court. First, you realize, then you believe, then you work hard. And I'm proud of what I know that uh, Keyshawn can become if he follows that advice. Um, but as far as this podcast goes, um, I think we're going to wrap it up. I just want to touch on one last thing. Um, at least brings me to an aspect in life that I, I would, uh, would like for my business partner in search engine optimization and online marketing, uh, Ivan Gordienko, to discuss. Um, we're going to go ahead and jump in that now. So. so if you look at the ones who have achieved a level of success that you value, you know, at the end of the day, they were no different than you when they got started. The difference, however, comes down to them being hungry, unfazed about other shiny opportunities, or in other words, known as like the shiny object syndrome, where you're just constantly going after something that seems easier and more opportunistic than the other thing you just did. Uh, you stick into one thing and getting good at it, ignoring the doubters, and stick into your own set of standards, which there's no right answer for this one because they're really different for, for everybody else. So the two things you can um, take away when it comes to achieving anything great in terms of standards for yourself is not giving up on something and not settling for anything less than what uh, what is ex what you set yourself uh, than the expectations of yourself. Um, I should probably rephrase that: not uh, settling for the average, but instead of settling for the extraordinary. Yeah, you're exactly right. But how does someone start a goal? Now, now before you really start working towards the, your goals and, and the things that are valuable to you. You want to also know which direction you're going. You really want to know where, where you're heading in life. Um, and there's a, there's a, there could be a separate podcast about how you can motivate yourself about it and keep the vision alive. But in the four-hour work week, there's a quote that goes like this. And it's from Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll. It says, Alice would be like, would you tell me please which way I ought to go from here? And then the cat's like, that depends on a good deal of where you want to go. And then she says, well, I don't care much where. And the cat says, then it doesn't matter which way you go. This translates to, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So know where you're going and remind yourself every day that this is the path I'm going. And then you'll eventually get there. And that was a perfect segment. And I'd like to go ahead and thank Ivan for joining me and expressing his thoughts on those different aspects. Because I think that's what the world needs to hear. Or more or less, that's probably what I just needed to hear as well. Um, now, the entrepreneur takeoff is so much more than you guys have realized yet, and even more so probably more than I've even realized yet. But that's exactly what makes this whole thing scary for one, but fulfilling in the same instance. Um, now, the second part of TET, the little brother at least to coffee breaks, is a segment that we've entitled Off Guard. It's where we dive into different subjects and touch on different feelings that no one really knows we are recording, except for me, of course. But what that does is... It evokes conversations that you wouldn't really have if you knew you were under a mic. Uh, so before I let you go, let's take a quick peek at that. Before we leave off for the day, you can take a listen here. Thank you for listening to the Entrepreneur Takeoff Coffee Breaks. Stay tuned and we'll see you tomorrow. You pay a premium for that. You go pick your produce, but this is not the sprayed down, pesticide filled kind of foods you buy at the store. This is actually organically raised race uh, uh, fruits and vegetables mm. by local farmers. The, the, the local farmers market thing is, is going up, the trend is going up, and the U.S. specifically. 
<clears throat> so I guess other parts of the world is normal, but in America, it's like almost like it was a new thing all of a sudden. But it's been like that before the industrial revolution. So then the the topic for not topic, but like the main um, main tie back then to how can we change the world and the health section is like getting people to eat more organic and healthier food as it ties back into like this book like the compound effect like if you start this now you won't notice a change in two days or three months or eight even eight months it'll take you know what was it 20 to 24 months even to see uh see a little bit of progress so we're changing the world slowly but surely just by trying to get them to eat healthier is that what you're pretty much saying like and like in the book you mentioned like one guy was like <clears throat> built like a bar in his house and he started watching TV more every day. Yeah, yeah. The other yeah, dude right, started right, reading yeah. like 30 to 40 minutes every day and just like doing like other little things and the other dude started eating healthier and then like three months, six months, nothing happened and then they're like in 18 months the guy that started reading became like smarter the guy that started like eating yeah, healthy. Yeah, got a promotion. He, yeah, yeah, he lost weight. He lost like 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. The other dude that got the bar gained like fucking like 60 pounds and he was like it's just showing you like how it's like it's like snowball effect, you know? Right. I think it all comes down to what people's priorities are in life. Uh, you know, when you prioritize working hard and, uh, and cutting back on money and different in the wrong parts of your life, yeah. or do you prioritize, or do you, or do you need, or should you prioritize into a different area? Like, fine, you can not make as much, but if you feel well, feel good, if you're active, it will show in your complexion. And ultimately, that will lead down the road, like, you know, in things, emotions, or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, and it comes down to this you can give a couple of stories and you go online and find multiple stories like this like person been working for decades you know they've been working at a corp- in a corporate office and in a corporate world and you know they've been making great money but their busy life resulted them in constantly having to kind of che- uh, cheat out and eating uh, the right foods and when I say the right foods foods that are actually by definition good for you mm-hmm. um, they cheated out on that part and over the years it, it resulted in their body becoming toxic and right. stories come up where all of a sudden somebody gets a cancer diagnosis and all their hard work all of a sudden was for nothing. Right. What was all your savings for? No, that's exactly right. And then...
people over time just use busyness and work to uh, to just kind of use an excuse to uh, just buy cheaper because uh, they're always busy. You know, so you know, it boils down to two things in, per- in a person's life. I personally think it's uh, that causes a whole bunch of problems in their life. Uh, that hosts that's, that that causes a whole bunch of diseases. It's stress yeah. and your body's toxicity level. Okay, okay. when you constantly eat any food and you don't notice you don't taste it but there's additives in there that keep it fresh make it more salty make it taste better like for instance you go to fast food and they add MSG and stuff so it tastes fresh okay you don't notice that stuff but it it adds it collects in your body and your body becomes like toxic and the natural defense system your body has like the immune system which by the way if you're not aware the majority of it is in your gut right everything you go everything everything you eat goes into your gut and whenever your body has a hard time processing it, it stays there longer. And when it stays there longer, it starts to rot. Right in here, it turns into poop, right? But uh, when that stuff is there for too long, it creates like a toxic, toxic environment. And uh, this, obviously, your blood, that goes into your blood eventually, that goes into your liver, into your kidneys. Um, and then you add stress to that, which is a, a really, really big factor. People dying early. Uh, it's not it's not food related, but it's it's your hormone and other parts of your body related. So that's, so that's a good one there too. So diving into going off of health and then diving into what causes people to make unhealthy choices. One is stress. Then what causes stress? What do we think some of the top things that uh, people get stressed about? Obviously, one is finances. Work right. under pressure. Bosses. Okay, so, so work. Or uh, pressure of work. And believe it or not, people's instant gratification. People outextend themselves for things, and then they get a false sense of security for things, yeah. you know. And then all of a sudden, it kind of sinks in a little bit later. They're like, "Shit!" Like, um, I now have all these things on my back, and what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. The only thing I know to do, I gotta work. So I will be putting my ass on the line, day in day out, to make ends meet. Right. And that would have usually not happened if you kind of uh, had a a wider view of what your situation is at the moment. Right. So, yeah, that's how credit card companies and, uh, you know, institutions that give you loans, that's how they feed off you. You know, like, they, they sell the instant gratification dream. It's all over the world this way, but in the U.S., it's, at least from my experience, it's really pre- predominant because it's the cool thing. Man, you get a loan, lowest interest ever. All it takes for you to give us $350 a month. Yeah. And how are you going to make that? You got to work. If you don't work, you don't make this, we'll take the car back. Do you want that, sir? No, I don't. Okay, you keep on working. So instant gratification of someone of someone wanting more, then we ask, why do they want more? And then it draws back to what's what's a better term for impressing others or uh, wanting to be more than you than you are for the gratification of others. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're showing off your ego. And that, no, sorry, not ego. Ego's wrong. Yeah, yeah, and ego uh, would be good. Snoop's birthday today. Text Yeah, yeah. Just text me number. Um. Um, <laughs> I think I think you said it right. Uh, they just be you try to impress others because it's like a status symbol. Like you know what, man, status, I'm doing well. Yeah, status, status, status. Yeah, status. like you know, I have a steady thing. I look at this thing I got. You know, I'm doing well. You may not show it because people don't see what where you're working or what you're doing, but they'll look at you and they assume things based on what you have. Mm-hmm. You got a nice house. You got a nice car. You got jet ski. Oh, it's gonna. So, so now we're on. <clears throat> so we went from health, right? 
And then we broke health down to what makes people ignore their health. And it's like buying cheap food. Why do you buy cheap food? Because you have to, because you may be stressed. Then we broke down stress. And it's like, what causes stress? And he was, he, Ivan was talking about work causes stress or the pressure of work. And then false, um, false of security, like having or wanting instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And that's how he was saying, that's how credit card companies get you. Because you want, uh, I don't know, like let's, let's say Audi for a reason. You want this big Audi, so you pull out a loan or a large amount on a credit card mm-hmm. that you now have to pay all this money for. So you have to work hard, which causes stress at, at, job, at the job. It has nothing to do with you eating healthy. No, but this it's, is a different it's, part. It's breaking oh, I'm talking oh, about okay. stress alarmed. So, you know, so, so then we were saying, well, what causes people to want that instant gratification? And we were saying statuses. Like you, you want to show a status. People are greedy. They always greedy. want more. Okay, greedy. Greedy's going to status. No greedy. matter what you have, you're always going to want more. Nice. Okay. What I'm going to call that greed, though. It is greedy. People are greedy. Think about well, it. Well, yeah, the greed, but that that's not greed. That's just. That's um, as much as he's used to, so he's doing that because he doesn't no, care. He does. They're still talking. No, about it's not, I, I, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I'm talking about like point. just that interaction of like, you know what? I want money. Yeah. And usually, if, if you have a good relationship with somebody and you ask for money, you also have a mental calculation. Like, you know what? Like, I'm asked for this, but okay, I want to make it fair for this person. Yeah. But if I didn't give a shit about you, I'd be like, you know, what, man, I'll give a fuck two grand, two grand a month. I'll be here tomorrow or every every Friday. Mm-hmm. If you don't get my money, then we got problems. That's because I don't give a shit about you, and you know, there's all these consequences that are gonna follow. I don't care about that either. Yeah. But if I cared about you, but like, you know, what, man. What's, what do you think is fair? I'll, I'll put my part in, and I will, uh, as a result. No, what I mean, like, for greed is, like, uh, I saw this picture. It was, like, a year ago. Actually, me and Jared were talking about recently. Like, uh, there was this guy, and he was, like, in a wheelchair, and he saw a guy riding a bicycle. And he was like, damn, I wish I could do that. And then the guy in the bicycle saw a guy, like, in a BMW. And he's like, damn, I wish I had a BMW. The guy in the BMW saw someone in, a, like, a private boat. And he's like, damn, I wish I had a private boat. The guy in the private boat saw a guy with his fucking private jet. He's like, damn, I wish I had a private jet. And they're like, no matter what you have, you're always going to want more. We got on that because uh, we were standing outside his house and um, and we were looking at the Audi. <clears throat> and I was like, damn, think like three, four years ago when we would see an A7. It's like, oh, shit. You know, it's like, wow. Like, it's what we want. <clears throat> yeah. And then, then he got it. And it's kind of just like, you know. It's there. It's there. You know. And now I'm like, think, what's Thinking next? about something else. Yeah. So it's like, uh, what do you make? human want? nature. Like, well, yeah, yeah. You always want something else. Like, yeah, I love the fucking car, but I'm like, all right, what's the next step? Like, R8, yeah. okay, cool. Like, how do you get it? Then that's when I realized, because months yeah, ago... Oh, yeah, I'll make some more. Months yeah, ago, so. he was like, um, he was, I, I was talking about getting a Ferrari, and I was like, so if, you, if I'm telling you that I got a Ferrari outside, you're not going to be like, whoa, wow, that's amazing. He was just like, I mean, yeah, no, it's cool. I was like, okay, yeah. all right. When I have Ferrari, taught me to be like that, dude. Like, yeah, but now I'm now I'm seeing it. Like, when you actually own that and you have it outside, it's almost nothing to you, but it's a lot to someone else, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay. Like before, when I saw something, I'll be like, whoa, like I've been like, what the fuck does he do? And I was like, why does it matter? Like, yeah. Um, speaking of greed, we're talking about this constantly wanting something else. I don't think it's greed. I think it's a man's nature to constantly strive for something greater. Per, uh, development, personally uh, develop themselves and achieving. If they stop get something, and they don't want moving forward, move forward from there. It's almost like you kind of stop your life. So but it's constantly achieving something greater. I don't think it's greed. I think it's the nature of you know of of, of a human being. But, um, until you eventually die. Then. But it also depends on what reasons you're doing it for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that know, comes I mean, in a factor as well. Because um, like we could all, you know work as hard as each other as each other each day right <clears throat> but it depends on what goals we're striving it for like if you're, yeah yeah if you're only striving 
if you're only Tommy, if you're only doing it because you want you want the materialistic shit once you have all that you have nothing you know yeah. but if i'm doing it for my self-improvement like i like to do it i'm gonna end up on a, a longer road than you you know what i mean it didn't work again. hey i have an idea thank you for listening to the entrepreneur takeoff coffee breaks stay tuned and we'll see you tomorrow